Well, hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us here today, and welcome to another episode of Flex Your Career. My name is Norm Perot. I am the Director of Talent Management and Leadership Development. Really happy to be here today, and I also wanted to introduce you to our guest today, Madeline Mackey. She is a published biochemistry researcher. She's worked with four Tony Award-winning theaters and has responded to disasters all over the country as an officer with the American Red Cross. But today she's here as a career activator, someone who helps professionals activate their career dreams with coaching, training, and well-branded documents. Madeline, it's so good to have you here today. I am thrilled to be here today, Norm, and to talk about career transition and activation. This is going to be a great conversation. Great. We've been having conversations with our colleagues about what we call Professional Development Month, a time where we are just committed to focusing like a laser on people and their careers and what's possible for them. And I know that's really what your whole career lately has been all about. Um, as I've talked with our um, team members, as I've talked with my colleagues, there's kind of a lot of energy around what is possible. And um, one of the things that I've noticed, and I think you've noticed it as well, is a shift from sort of just thinking about what's the next job for me to a much broader question than that. Can you talk a little bit about what you're seeing and what you're hearing? What I'm seeing out in the market is people want to find out how can I grow? How can I grow my skills? How can I grow my talent? How can I grow my network? It may not necessarily mean how can I promote into another role or how I can transition into another department, but everyone wants to bring their best selves to the workforce. So they're really thinking about how do I do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, I, I, it's almost cliche now to talk about the whole like it's not a career ladder, it's a career lattice because sometimes the perfect <laughs> next job for you isn't just the next job up on that chain of command. It's actually something that could be different, something that taps into the skills that you have that tap into your superpowers. I love superpowers. I ask all of my clients, what are your top three superpowers? And I think that's the first step in defining your career, figuring out where you want to go is saying, okay, what are three things that I'm really, really good at? What are three things that I enjoy? What are three things that I know how to do without even thinking about it? And sometimes people have a hard time identifying their superpowers. And so I tell them, if you are stuck, if you can't figure out what your superpower is, ask those around you because they know they tap into your superpowers all the time. And you may not even realize that those are your superpowers. So ask your colleagues, ask your supervisor, your manager, um, people that work with you on a project, or just think about the question you're always asked every day. Like, if do they always come to you and say, can you show me how to do this? You do this so well. Chances are, that's a superpower. That's a great point. And, I, and I'll tell you, I think I've seen a lot of people who they can't get over the idea of their job is to fix what's broken in themselves. And and maybe we're hardwired hard, hardwired that way from from elementary school. I don't know to say, you know, oh, I've got four A's on my report card and a B. I've got to figure out how to be, get an A at math. And they focus so much on fixing what's broken rather than maximizing and getting the most from what their superpowers, what their strengths really are. You used a key word there, um, Norm, maximizing, right? Because you're absolutely right. People are like, I'm going to focus on my weakness. If I could just improve that weakness, then I'll be better at my job. 
you're already good at your job. You're amazing at your job. Let's focus on those strengths and make those strengths crazy strong, crazy good. Like let's make them outstanding. So if let's say you're really, really good at um, data analysis, you are the one that can pull the reports, you can make Excel sing, dance, and spin around. Um, there's no chart that you can't create. What's next? What's more? Can you be ju not just a subject expert, but the master trainer, the one that trains everyone else in that topic? See, working in those strengths and improving those strengths, you're going to have a lot more fun with that. Who wants to work and learn more about the thing that makes them uncomfortable? Nobody likes to work in their weakness. But if you could go to trainings, workshops, read more about how to do the one thing you do best, like that's when we geek out. Like I love building systems. I That is one of my superpowers. I love building processes, procedures, and using technology to create systems and workflows. And I will spend a Saturday, my free time, geeking out on, okay, how can I build these workflows? And then how can I automate them? And what templates do I need to have? Because that's part of my superpower. And I don't mind doing that. But if you were to tell me, hey, Madeline, you know, you've got to spend the weekend focused on research, I'll be like, really? I hate doing research. So I'm, I'm going to avoid it. I'm not going to enjoy it. And I'm going to do the bare minimum so that I understand it. So let's start playing in our strengths. Yeah, the bare minimum doesn't get us very far. I think it's all <laughs> about trying to get the most out of what we've got and to extend that. Um, one of the things I, I uh, found is sometimes challenging with some of my colleagues is that their superpowers, their real passion, the things that they're most interested in might not really align with the world that they're in. So that I'm in claims and I and I sort of I see the pathway from my role into maybe casualty or something like that. But I'm but my, my passion might be outside of this whole realm and I kind of don't know what's out there. So so I've sort of seen my world and I've got the blinders on and I and I have trouble seeing what else is possible. What's your advice for somebody who's kind of feeling limited by the domain that they live in? Yeah, sometimes we have to come outside of our shell, right? We're so we're carrying around our shell, that domain, the department that we're in. And sometimes we have to step outside of it. And there's a couple of great ways to do that. Number one, employee resource groups. Getting involved in your company employee resource groups is an opportunity to talk to people in other ecosystems and find out what they do and what they like about the role and what type of projects that they're working on. And that might pique your interest of saying, hey, I wanna do more of that. Um, also within the e ERG groups, there's leadership opportunities. Maybe you have a skill for event management. And I know every single ERG group needs someone that is really good at planning and organizing events. So though you might be in, in the, as you said, the claims department and you want to do more with organization and event management, you can still do that without leaving your department by being a part of these ERG groups. Or I know a lot of companies have community engagement. They have employee volunteer programs. So that's another place that you can get involved. And some companies have temporary assignments or gigs where you can go try out some other things. So sometimes you just have to step outside of your comfort zone, and that's three different ways that you can do that, and not the risk is not as extensive 
of you applying for a job totally in another department that you don't know if it's going to work or not. Yeah, I think a lot of people also lose sight of the fact that their direct manager, their supervisor is also, they're there to be a partner for you. They're there to help you grow. Part of their goals, part of their, uh, what their commitments are, is that they are there to help grow their people. And um, if if you don't feel comfortable um, sharing maybe what your long-term career aspirations are with your leader, um, you know, recognizing like, listen, I'm not abandoning you. I'm abandoning you. I, I want to thrive in this company. Help me understand maybe what a good pathway might look like and, and get the perspective of others, including your direct manager, for them to give you some insights. Maybe they've got a vision for you that you haven't seen before. Maybe they recognize what you've got, what your passions and your superpowers are might align perfectly with another department within the company. Um, I would just say, don't forget that they're there for you, huh? Right, because your supervisor wants you to be happy. They want you to be a happy, successful employee, and they may not even realize that you're looking for something different. So having that conversation with them can be an eye-opener for both of you. Yeah. Now, we have a lot of tools in our company as well. You mentioned gigs or development assignments. We've got uh, certainly access to that in our company. Like many companies, we've got online tools that uh, employees can utilize that will help them figure this stuff out. Uh, we've got something called Career Hub, which is in our Workday platform. Uh, when you go there, it asks you about skills. What skills do you have? What skills are you looking to expand upon? Uh, but then it gives you sort of through some AI modeling, it gives you some suggestions for gigs that you might be interested in, mentors that you might connect with, jobs that are out there that you could apply for, as well as learning opportunities. Um, we've got access to some really, really great um, content from LinkedIn Learning through Workday as well. Um, that would be probably a great first step to just see what technologies are available to help you get out there and figure, figure, figure things out and get to that next level. And I love the idea of learning, of lifelong learning because I think there's some discovery in learning. If you think, oh, I might want to do project management. I've heard a lot about project management. I think I'd be really good at project management. Then immerse yourself in a course on LinkedIn Learning and go deeper with it because you may discover, oh, this is not what I thought it was supposed to be. This is not what I defined project management as. <laughs> And I don't want to do this. Yeah. Or you might say, wow, this is really great. And even if you don't decide to go all the way down to be a project manager, learning, learning new skills, having the ability to think differently or approach a project or even communicate with other project managers that you might have to work with in your current role is only going to benefit you in your career. And again, help you grow and be recognized as someone that, wow, this person is really great to work with. They understand me as a project manager. They speak my language. Working with them on projects is a dream and you get recognized and acknowledged for that. So learning, there is never anything wrong. You will never lose anything by learning. It's just, there's a lot to gain by being a lifelong learner and taking advantage of some of the tools and resources within the company that can help you grow and develop your skills. Great. Listen, as we round out our conversation, there's there's two things that come to my mind that are obstacles for so many people. One is time. 
uh, people having trouble finding the time, making the time, prioritizing the time to get that learning done, to start building upon their strengths. Um, I'll say with our company, we are lucky that we've got enrichment time. So we've got uh, time allocated that people can in, can say, I want to take that time away from the phones, away from my day job and invest it in myself. They're able to do that. So we're trying to eliminate one of the obstacles, and that is time. The other one, though, is is sort of this general fear of the unknown and what's next and and gosh, how difficult and challenging it could be and how you might fail. Um, I have to imagine that that's a pretty common theme that you've heard from some of the folks that you've coached in your years. Very much so, that people have this burning desire to do something, but they're scared. They're scared that what if it doesn't work out? They're scared that what if I can't find a role within my company that matches the skill set? What if, what if, what if, and they mm -hmm. what if themselves right out of the opportunity. And I, I give them two pieces of advice. Number one, go slow. Take small steps. Just because there's something you might want to explore doesn't mean you have to make a decision about your entire career today. So start small and set aside 15 minutes. You don't have to do a lot of a lot of time, 15 minutes a week of saying, I'm going to learn more about this. I'm going to learn more skills about this, and maybe I'm going to talk to people. And then the second piece of advice that I have is that, talk to people. Um, I think talking to others that have made transitions, talking to others that are in roles that might interest you helps shine the light on some things that you might be concerned about, can help ease those anxieties. Um, but go slow talk to people and eventually the path will open up right it's like if you want to climb a mountain you don't start you're not starting in the middle of the mountain you're starting down at base camp you're collecting mm -hmm. supplies you're talking to other people that have already already transversed the path and you're saying okay what is the best way to do this and you know what it's okay if you start down a path and you decide this isn't right for me you can always turn back around go back to base camp, reassess, reevaluate, and take another path. You'll get there. Just yeah. take your time and enjoy it. That's, that's a bonus <laughs> piece of advice. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the learning. Enjoy the conversations. Enjoy your job. Your dream job could be the job you're sitting in right now, and we're just so busy doing our jobs, we don't have time to sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, I'll tell you everything we've talked about today so far. It's been, while it sounds scary and it sounds like it could be a little bit of a curvy path, um, it does all center around connecting with other people, connecting with new knowledge, connecting with with just things that are that are that are exciting. And um, I know that our audience it will be excited by what's possible. And I love the reminder to have fun along the way. Um, I will say one thing I found: at some point or another, you're going to have to take risks. You're going to have to say, hey, this is not a slam dunk. I'm not guaranteed to be successful in this cross-functional move that I'm thinking about doing. Um, and you'll have to say, let's do a risk-reward analysis. We are in the risk business. So if we don't avoid risks at all costs, we figure it out. And we say, is the potential reward of this big move that I'm making with maybe something new and exciting that taps into my superpower, is the po possibility or probability of that happening worth the risk that... It might not work out, and I might need to figure out how to get back to base camp. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's that's where I step in as the career activator, because sometimes we just have to activate. And as you read in my introduction, 
leaving my different careers, going from the lab to the stage to the C-suite of an international nonprofit, and then eventually starting my own business, every single one of those transitions were scary. They were frightening. I was filled with anxiety, but I knew I couldn't stay on that cliff any longer, that I had to jump. And I will say after making the jump, I have no regrets. Very cool. Well, Madeline, it's been great talking with you today. Um, I'm so jazzed about you being here, about your knowledge. How can people get a little bit more information about you if they're interested? Thanks for this opportunity, Norm. They can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Madeline Mackey, or you can visit my website, www.activateyourcareerdreams.com. And I look forward to hearing from everyone. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Listen, there's a lot more coming on this uh, Flexure Career podcast series. It uh, looks like up next will be Brad McGowan talking with Lydia Wickheiser about really leading from where you are, that leadership isn't always people leadership. So really interesting uh, discussion coming up on Friday. Um, Madeline, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really happy. I hope people got tons from this conversation. I know I did. Um, thanks for making the time. Thank you, Norm. Have a great day. Okay, bye, everyone. 